Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He's got this new stress ball. I don't even have any stress. But it is great, man. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Awesome Mo MLB Strategy Show presented by Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports, the only place where you can become a baller. Baby, you've got less than what? We got we got 10 days, 11 days until the season starts. Hop on in there. NFL is going to be huge, huge. A ton of contests coming up the, down the pike. Not only that, they've got baseball, they've got basketball, and they've got CSV edits now. They've got CSV uploads, brand new stuff over the past few months. It's going to be huge for football. Definitely jump in there. Check it out. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. And the greatest thing, too, legitimately attainable prizes, like I've said. Some of these other sites, we love them. We love our DraftKings. We love our FanDuel. But it ain't easy to come and take down 100K, 150K against guys that are running 150 lineups and everything. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports, it's simpler. It's easy, you know, for the simpler man and someone looking to have some fun and win some money while they're doing it. You also have some management-free contests as well that you can jump in, meaning everything that you pay in gets paid right back out to the player. It's Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports, sponsor of the MLB Strategy Show. Here we go. I'm Dave Lochran. With me every Monday morning, Jake Hari. Jake, we've got a seven-game slate. We've got the NBA playoffs working their way into the second round. We've got the NHL playoffs about to hit the second round. My Flyers, just a complete disappointment. I hate that team. They decided they've forgotten how to score goals. And then you got football coming up in literally a week and a half. What a wild time to be alive for sports when only a couple months ago we had absolutely nothing. Yeah, I mean, it's like perfectly optimal if – if sports are your life and you just want to sit inside and you don't have like, you have an excuse not to go anywhere. Um, just flip on all the games, get your four or five TVs set up. Um, like we're going to, it's crazy. We're going to have uh playoff uh, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs and NFL football week one, all on the same day. Uh, plus an MLB slate. Um, yeah. It's just crazy that football is coming up so fast. I've been doing some, best ball stuff for the first time ever. And it looks like they're pretty soft across some of these, some of these sites at least. Um, So I'm excited to just hammer a bunch of those out and see, see what can happen. I've never gotten into best ball before a few days ago. It's awesome, man. It's a lot of fun. I'm i I'm getting my back patio TV mounted and set up with everything with the, like the weatherproof casing, you know, the fire pit and the heat lamps and stuff, watch some stuff out there. It's going to be a good time. I should have done it in the summer, but you know, you, you make it happen when you can. You mentioned best ball. We've got the best ball product that we just put out, and it's awesome. Like, we have it specifically tailored for best ball. The, uh, the draft wingman that goes through everything with you as you draft your lineup, uh, you check it out at awesomeo.com. It's, it's really cool. The package is less than $30. You get $35, $3 in FFPC credits, so it's basically like we're paying you $6. Uh, and we designed all of this. Uh, over the summer and and in the spring to make it the best best ball product out there. Uh, And it's Alex Baker's projections and rankings uh, and all of the tools like the boom, uh, the the sleeper tool, the breakout tools, all of that stuff we have designed by the best DFS player in the world that took all of that data driven stuff and applied it to best ball, applied it to season long rankings. So we're going to absolutely crush this year. I feel very confident about that. I'm using the projections and rankings. I'm using all these tools. I helped Alex build these things. And I think we did 
an incredible job doing it. And for thirty dollars, you have any everything you need to to go in the DraftKings, jump in that Millie Maker, jump in the wild card a cat with two hundred and fifty k to first, jump in the play uh, action, which is a three dollar entry, fifty k up top. Uh, we've got everything you need to to have an awesome season. So I'm glad you're getting in the best ball. And I hope everyone else does it as well, because for $29.95, it's an awesome package. And you get 35 free credits, $3 in credits at FFPC. What, what's there to lose? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <clears throat> if you like the tools and, you know, most people have really loved what they've gotten with the, the DFS stuff. I think uh, even if you're not big into best ball, if you read a couple of the articles we've got, we've got a bunch of free stuff. Um, and then you want to dive in and get the draft kit. I think um, it's a very positive EV move to just hop in a couple of drafts, whatever stakes you're comfortable with, whether it's the $3.20 max or across the other sites. Um, there's, I think there's a lot of money to be made in that and a lot of soft contests is what I'm hearing from people a lot smarter than me. So I figure with these tools, I'll probably be okay in some of these tournaments. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. All right, let's have some fun, dive into it. Happy to have all of you guys with us, as always. Uh, hit that thumbs, or as they say, smash that thumbs up as you walk in the door. It helps us greatly. Subscribe, hit the notification bell if you haven't done so yet. We're going to have a ton more content coming up with football right around the corner. We've got seven games. We'll start with Tampa Bay and the New York Yankees. Garrett Cole on the bump for New York. Tyler Glass now for Tampa Bay. Look, I- I'm, I've been a big Glass now guy for a while. It's really difficult to get a good idea of what you're what you're going to get from him. Uh, early on in the season, he started out with some with some rocky starts, but his last two, Jake, have been spectacular. Thirteen strikeouts across seven two run frames last time out for Glass. Now went five and two thirds a time before that against the same Yankees team. Struck out eight. Now, granted, this is obviously not a matchup that you feel supremely confident in for Glass. Now, but I did want to point out that he has looked. Uh, markedly better recently than he did earlier in the year. Uh, he's starting to, it, it just looks like it took a little bit of time to find his groove, but he's missing bats at an alarming rate. We'll start on the other side with Garrett Cole for obvious reasons, but I must point out the the, the Rays have won like 18 of their last 21 games. They're on an insane run right now. Uh, and, and I think it translates to, to who they put on this, on the field and, they're Matt, Kevin Cash is one of the best managers out there. I've been saying this for a couple of years. So should be a fun matchup between two really good baseball teams. Yeah. And I think for DFS, it's, I mean, whether you want to play the pitchers or not, you're going to get leverage on the other side. Both of these guys are going to be really popular um, on DraftKings. I think like the case to be made for Cole is, is very easy. Uh, he's just like your classic uh, horse pitcher, he's 10K. You're getting a little bit of a discount. It's not an optimal matchup, but um, I expected his K rate to be a little bit higher. It's like just under 33%, which is still awesome. Um, I gl- gladly paid 10K for him uh, over on DK. He was my highest exposed pitcher by a mile um, when I crunched lineups right before the show. Um, actually, no, he's the second highest. Sorry. I, I was thinking of FanDuel. Um, he was the highest by a long shot, but DK because of the 60 plus percent ownership, it's a little bit hard for me to get to a ton of him. Um, I think him and Bieber are essentially the same options today. Um, there's just a little bit of an ownership discrepancy. The The only problem that I have with glass now on the other side is just his pitch count um, against a really good team in the Yankees, a really good lineup um, kind of all the way through a team that doesn't strike out a ton. Uh, I think Glassnell went 95 or 96 pitches uh, in their la- in his last start. And his that last was start, he went 96, 88 okay. before that. Yeah, yeah. so he's been around the, the under 90 mark. And I guess you're getting a discount on a guy with a 40% K rate in Glassnell. So it's not that big of a deal if he can go six innings. Um, but that was the one concern I have with him. He's not getting the run like like a normal ace would. Yeah, and one of the interesting things about Cole is the last two seasons, his last two full seasons, he struck lefties out north of 40%. In both years, he had a 40-plus percent K rate against lefties. This season, his K rate is uh, 27% against lefties, and he's allowed five home runs in, uh, in in 70 batters faced, which is kind of interesting. When you look at his home run totals, he's allowed 10 home runs already this season. That is... 
that's something that very rarely bothers me. Um, something you'll hear me talk about a lot is a lot of these great pitchers, Garrett Cole, Verlander was was one of them. They will give up a decent amount of solo shots. They'll give up some home runs. But Garrett Cole, it, it, it is weird. He's allowed five home runs over his last two starts. And again, I, I don't want to read too much into that. He's allowed at least one home run in every outing this season. So seven starts, he's allowed at least home run in all of them. It is weird, but it's also not that shocking. He does give up home runs. He does give up power. Uh, he's pitching at Yankee Stadium, which is which is going to exacerbate that a little bit, I think. Granted, last game came in Atlanta, but which is also friendlier to lefties than, than a lot of other parks. So with this one being in New York, I, I do think you're going to see – we already are an inflated home run count from Garrett Cole this year. I'm just not sure how much I'm worried about that. And one of the reasons, is, let me ask you this, $10,000 on DraftKings. That price is lower than I think most would have anticipated, but it's also why his ownership's coming in at 65% right. at the current time. Yeah. So he hasn't been the Garrett Cole as like the same guy as last year, the last couple of years where he was just incredibly good. Um, he's just been really, really good. Uh, and so that's why you're seeing 65 almost percent ownership on DraftKings. But I'm much less worried with pitcher ownership than hit. Like if this was a super chalky stack, I'd be looking to get elsewhere. But it is pretty likely that he's going to be a top two pitcher. If you look at the top pitcher tool, um, he comes in a little bit over owned, but a lot of these expensive guys will do that. So, um, I don't know, just the way he strikes guys out, like at this insane rate, and if using 2019 stats, like I, I don't really see a reason to get off of him outside of if you just want to get different with ownership because 65 is, I mean, it's a lot to hand, uh, a lot to swallow, but um, I still am finding myself being able to do that and get what I think are are good lineups. I got to about 40 percent of Cole. Okay, you know. Tyler Glass now, I think the one reason to to talk about him a little bit more in depth here, and I'm not – I can't say I'm huge on bats, but we'll get there in a minute because of these home run issues that we've talked about. The the one thing with Glass now is he is coming in at a, at a pretty reasonable price at $8,400 on DraftKings. Uh, I know you just talked about him a little bit, but to, to get into the weeds uh, slightly more here, $8,400 on DraftKings, 95 on FanDuel doesn't make nearly as much sense, but – for somebody that does have the strikeout upside that he has, I, I at least have to look into that a little bit more because his strikeout stuff has been alarming in a good way. Just ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Uh, 40 or almost a 40% K rate this year. His swinging strike rate is, I think, yeah, 14.4%. He's missing just an insane amount of bats. He has a called plus swinging strike rate of 34%, which is insane. I, I hate I hate rostering guys against the Yankees. It's never fun. Um, but Glasnow's stuff has been ridiculous. And I, I guess one other thing, let me ask you about this, right? So you, you look at the Yankees lineup, and on one hand you're saying, all right, well, they've got some guys on the injured list. Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, both on the IL. That's a good thing in terms of power, but it's a bad thing from a strikeout perspective because when you've got them in the lineup and you've got a high upside pitcher like Glass now, who if he's on his game is probably going to get four combined strikeouts against the two of these guys, maybe give up a home run or whatever. But I, I almost feel like that's worse for Glass now, who leans heavily on strikeouts, and now you take two of their highest K guys out of the lineup and two of their highest power guys. Right. So it's a, it's a good and a bad thing for Glass now if you're looking. For for him to avoid power, um, it's awesome. But those are two of the higher strikeout guys against righties. So uh, active roster, they're under 23% against righties. That's like right middle of the pack. They're WRC plus, even if you take out Stanton and um, and Judge, it's still a really solid lineup against righties. Almost a 120 WRC plus, that's top five. Um, so it, there's quite a bit of concern for me on glass now. It's the pitch count. He doesn't get pushed to 100 very often, and that's probably sharp by the Rays. They're a really sharp organization, as you detailed, Lafayette. Ever since they brought in the opener, uh, we were like, man, this team's got it going on. Um, but 
So it's the pitch count, and then the matchup isn't maybe as good as you would think without Stanton and Judge in this lineup. I'm with you. I might I might sprinkle in some glass now, though. If if I get to him, put it this way: if I get to some glass now, I'm not going to be that upset about it. Because his pitch count has been worked up, like 84, 88, 96. If he if he's going strong, the, the upside's there. And and for somebody who has struck out eight plus in in all but two starts, and the one there, the only reason he didn't in those others is he went two and two thirds and four and two thirds. So there's just an immense amount of upside. Uh, I, I don't want to ignore him entirely. What about bats in a game where you've got a 3.4 run implied total for the Rays, 4.1 for the Yankees? Neither team expected to score uh, a ton of runs. And a- as much as Garrett Cole has allowed the the long ball, I think the problem here is he's given up five to lefties, five to righties. He's still dominant. I, it, it's really difficult to figure out if you wanted to try and chase those home runs where you're going to go. Right. I, I just hate picking one-offs against elite pitchers. So if you wanted to just play a low-owned, I, I think I would prefer a low-owned Yankee stack. They've got a little bit of a higher run total. And you just hope that you catch Glass not one of his bad starts. They're at, um, they've got a 3% chance of being the top stack. They're at 2.8% ownership. So it's not like they grade out very favorably, but you're getting actually pretty decent value for all these hitters. So Kind of a watered-down lineup, but as I said, it's still really solid against righties. So it would probably just be a couple Yankee stacks, and that is about it for hitters in this game. Okay. And the Yankees have one of the better bullpens uh, in the league, which is not going to help either. Uh, Even if Garrett Cole was a little bit rocky here, it's still a a top 10, top 8 bullpen in the league. It's tough to get there. But yeah, a little bit concerned about the long ball from Garrett Cole, especially at Yankee Stadium. Let's move it on then. We'll talk Philly and Washington. Spencer Howard, Eric Fetty. How about this? Eric Fetty has a 5.9%, not swinging strike rate, 5.9% strikeout rate this year. I swear to God that's a real thing. I didn't know that was possible, but Across 22 and two-third innings pitched, he has uh, 5.9% strikeout rate. I, I honestly have not – I don't remember seeing something that bad, Jake. It's it's really remarkable. He, he's Look at these numbers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli? I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Five innings, 1K. Five and a third, zero Ks. Two innings, 1K. Three innings, 1K. Three and a third, zero strikeouts. And then four innings, three strikeouts was his first start of the season. Uh, He is going to put the ball in play an incredible amount. But it's insane that despite getting no strikeouts whatsoever, he's not allowing a ton of damage whatsoever. Yeah, that's that is a little bit alarming. Uh, I think both of those numbers are going to end up regressing, right? Like he's going to he's going to. And this is a potent Phillies offense, man. Like they have a five seven run total at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, he's going to allow a little bit more power. He's going to strike out a few more guys than 6%. Like that, that is crazy low, even for even for Eric Fede. Um, So the Phillies, like they look like one of the better stacks, uh, really high chance, uh, relatively high chance of being um, the top stack. The question is just going to be how chalky do they actually get? Because you can fit them in with, like you can start your teams with Cole or Bieber and get in a full Philly stack and still not hate the rest of your, your hitters because they've got McCutcheon leading off for under 4K, Reese Hoskins at 4,400. Um, and the way I build lineups, I try to push down the teams that are coming up a little bit over-owned, which the Phillies are. 
Um, but, and so I'm getting to like a, a little bit more Colorado and San Diego, just the, the Coors game. Um, so I'm hoping this one stays quiet, but I don't feel good about it with the guy on the mound that's throwing, or that's striking out no one. And then you're getting good hitters one through six at the very least, um, putting basically every single ball in play. Yeah. Philly's getting the highest aggregate ownership. Uh, top stack probability is not the highest. It's it's fourth. If that changes, though, I do really like them today. Mm-hmm. Their offense has been hitting. They've been really, really potent. And from, from like last year, I think they left a bad taste in everybody's mouth, myself included, yeah. especially as someone who actually enjoys or wants to enjoy watching this team. But Bryce Harper is having a spectacular season. And mind you, Jake, they've play, if you're just looking at totals, they've played a lot fewer games than all of these other teams right now because of COVID. Um, Andrew McCutcheon is another guy who's just on an absolute tear right now. And then JT Realmuto is the best, probably the best hitting catcher, the best overall catcher in the league. And Reese Hoskins, who got off to a brutal start, is on a rampage right now. Four home runs over his last six games. He's crushing it after not his first home run came like I think it was on the 23rd of uh, of August. And he's got five since then. So uh, all in all, this is definitely a Phillies team that's hitting extraordinarily well. They almost erased the 10 run deficit last night, uh, ended up losing 12, 10 in that one. But I, I do still like them. And I, I'm actually I'll, I'll say this much. The, the reason they're getting this ownership is because outside of Real Muto and Harper, they're priced pretty well. Like McCutcheon's 3,900 in the lead up. Phil Gosselin has also been pretty ridiculous. He's 3,600. Um, Didi is 42. Gene Segura, 40, 43. Hoskins still hasn't seen his price come up at 4,400. They're probably a pretty easy team to stack, even though you've got Harper and Real Muto above 5K. Uh, and that's why the ownership is going to come in so heavily. What do you make of, of of the rookie Spencer Howard in this matchup for the Washington Nationals? So I actually got to – I was looking at my exposures on him. I just figured I got zero, but he's 2% owned. And uh, Alex hasn't projected like he can go deep enough to be worth that salary. Um, it is a five implied total against him, so I don't think you go crazy with him. I, I guess I would just say in this range, he's – He's one of the guys that I'll at least consider, but I don't even know that you need to get to this range all that often. So um, a little bit torn on what to do with him. I'd be fine getting in the, the five to 10% range from playing a bunch of lineups. I don't think I would get to him if I was hand building. Um, it, it's a tough strikeout matchup anyways against the nationals. Like, even though they don't have uh red Dome anymore, they still like Turner Soto, uh, Howie Kendrick and Cabrera aren't the easiest guys to strike out at the top of this lineup. And then you throw in Adam Eaton, who's never been a high K guy. Um, it's just tough to see how Howard smashes here at 5,800. This guy, he's got an 18.6% K rate on the season. Yeah, I don't feel particularly comfortable about him either. He was somebody that is expected to be a good pitcher. But how many times have we seen you know, good young prospects come up and, and just completely disappoint. It's mm-hmm. it's not surprising that he comes up and, and struggles a little bit to get started. He throws a mid-90s fastball. Uh, he's, his, his arsenal looks like this, a lot of four-seam usage, and then he mixes in a slider and a changeup. As of now, his whiff rate, and he's only started a few games, his whiff rate on the slider is 26%. So he's getting a decent amount of swings and misses on that. Changeup's 12%. And he is missing some bats on his on his the four seamer nine nine point one percent, which actually isn't bad for a fastball. So that he is he is getting a decent amount of whiffs on those pitches, particularly the slider. I just don't like it against Washington. Washington struggled this year. They have they have not looked particularly good. But as you pointed out, not one of those teams that you feel great about uh, about running a pitcher against and. Uh, as it stands right now, the two lowest K rates in the league against righties are the Phillies at 19.5 and the Nationals at 20.1%. So both both of these teams, very, very low K rates. That actually, now that I think about it, with the Phillies having that low, that, that 
K rate of 19.5, it kind of makes me even more interested in them because Fede might not get a single strikeout in this game. Like balls are definitely going to be put in play. It's just a matter of whether or not he can induce very soft contact and keep the ball on the ground. Uh, And right. What's his, what's his ground ball rate? It's got to be super high, right? Eric Fede. Let's see here. It is 55.1%. 54%. Okay. Pretty high. Do you, do you have, okay, so what, what would your favorite piece of this game be if, if you're going here? It would be Philly's bats, but like I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here, but um, if you could, like I would just try to really prioritize Harper and Real Muto and like play the expensive guys and like pay attention to what you're getting with your Philly stacks because you're going to get ownership on the seven, eight, nine hitters because they're dirt cheap. And it's a 5.7 implied total. Um, like Harper, real Muto, mini stack Hoskins, Harper, real Muto, mini stack, uh, or three man stack, I guess it wouldn't be a mini, but, um, maybe if you are playing the Phillies fade, one of the high stone bats as a way to be different, because if you just jam in all the values, um, you might not even end up with Harper and real Muto in your lineup. So building with an optimizer, I think this is a team you need to be, pretty careful with somebody asked uh are there weather concerns in washington uh, i don't know the game's in philly though i do know that so <laughs> that 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 would be one thing i think we should be all right in that respect but we talk about any game whether there's weather concerns or not especially this early in the day so often something will look fine and then get rained out or, or, or the other way around so you know you just just hit on all of them and and if there's weather, you pay attention throughout the day and, and hopefully get legitimate updates as we get closer to lock. Let's talk about Boston and Atlanta. Boston Red Sox. Talk about a massive fall from grace with this team, Jake. They were a very good baseball team and now just de- struggling every single night. Max Freed on the mound for Atlanta. Colton Brewer for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, totals in this game currently stand at 4-1 for the Red Sox. Five six for the Atlanta Braves. Is there anything? Is there anything you like for pitching here? Because for me, I, I can't. I can't really get behind the whole lot. Now Max Reed does have a decent K rate, twenty five percent. Not going to hold that against him. Uh, he hasn't allowed a single home run throughout the season. He has a twelve point one percent swinging strike rate too. So uh, as a lefty, there are definitely some positives there that. That, that, that catch my attention at least. Uh, Boston Red Sox strikeout rate against lefties and still semi-small sample size, 425 plate appearances, 20.9%. They're not a very good team, but the one thing they've, they've done a decent job, particularly against lefties, of doing is, is still making contact. So what does that say to you for somebody like Max Fried today against a an overall pretty bad team? Yeah, if it wasn't so loaded at the top with – Bieber and Cole and Giolito for just a little bit more than Freed, you'd probably be a guy to get to that time. price is difficult. Yeah. So really tough. You're really gonna pay and I like ownership's a thing. So maybe you do this in a couple of your lineups and pay 9200 for Freed instead of Garrett Cole because the ownership discrepancy is massive. Um <clears throat> but the Red Sox don't, like you mentioned, they don't strike out that much against lefties. Under 21%, they're a much so far, they've been a much better team against lefties than righties. Um, they've still got some, like JD and Bogarts, you're a little bit worried about um, against lefties, especially JD. I know he, he started the season really poorly, but um, I don't think this is just a complete pushover Red Sox lineup against the lefty. And Freed, while he does have a 25% K rate, he's not like in this Garrett Cole, Bieber, um, uh, glass now range, I would even say. So I'd rather pay down for glass now um, than get to max free here. Okay. I would too. I just think you've got more of a ceiling in the strikeout department from max or from, from glass now than you do with freed. And the Yankees don't have Stanton and judge, but there are, I think probably still more strikeouts in that lineup than Boston. Also a lot more power. Uh, and, and to some extent, a better park. But I'm with you. That's that's a that's a pricey tag to get to. What about on the other side, Atlanta with a five seven implied total against this Red Sox team at Fenway Park? Hard not to like them here. Um, they're getting 
much more reasonable ownership compared to the Phillies. They actually have a higher top stack percentage and a higher value percentage, but a lower ownership percentage. So you don't often see that. Maybe that will normalize as the day goes on. Um, there's a question of whether or not Acuna is going to be in the lineup. That could change some things here. But I'm seeing all reasonable prices for Atlanta. And it's basically the same spot as, as uh, Philadelphia. Um, but they're on the road. They're going to get the guaranteed nine at-bats, which is always nice. Um, so I actually prefer them over, over Philadelphia um, against Brewer here. Yeah, top stack tool. You're right. It's a uh, the 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 one the weird thing is the value. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's not something you see very often. Like with with the third highest value and the what do they have? What did you say? The third highest top stack probability. You would think they'd have probably the highest aggregate ownership share. Right? That's why yeah, I'm a little bit confused. Usually there's a really high correlation with the top value percentage and the ownership share. Especially if the top stack probability is at the top as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huh. So. Definitely hmm. worth keeping an eye on because that that's going to make them a lot more appealing. And, and Fenway Park, is, this is a spot where balls will fly out of there, particularly for right-handers. But it's it's not like it's going to suppress runs. There's no way. I, I like that. Um the top stack tool at awesome.com, as you guys know, it's going to change. Like we're going to get updates throughout the day. Things will change, especially once lineups start rolling in. So uh, if you are a premium sub, make sure to, to, to check on that, check on ownership. But you guys already know this. If you're not a premium sub, we have, we've got the best tools out there for baseball uh, and, and really for every sport, top stack, ownership, uh, the projections created, used, uh, created, sorry, and, and used by the best DFS player out there, Alex Baker himself, number one ranked player. You know him as Awesome uh, So all of these tools are, are the same thing he uses every day. This isn't just slapping his name on it. He uses these tools. He designed these tools. He built them out uh, and then put them on the site for him to use and for us to use as well. So again, if you haven't been there, if you haven't looked at it, go ahead and go to awesomeo.com slash join. Cool thing about this, too, is you can scroll to the bottom of, of, of that page and, and check out all the tools before you dive in. You can see the tutorials and how they work and, and all of that stuff before you, you, you dive in head first so you know what you're getting. Uh, and it's I think that's the, the best way to go about it because we want you guys to be happy uh, when you're buying these subs and, and know what you're getting and, and feel confident about it. So uh, be sure to check that out, awesome.com slash join. We already talked about the football product. We have Monthly uh, monthly subscriptions if you wanted just baseball or if you want everything. We've got weekly all-access, monthly all-access from projections, ownership to all of our tools, the top stack tool, the boom bust tool for DraftKings, uh, the lineup builder. We've got the Fantasy Cruncher add-on, which people uh, obviously love and use every single day. There's so, there's so much more. All of our premium articles, you name it. So check that out, awesome.com slash join. And by the way, NBA rankings are free today. So if you want to get in on that, NBA rankings are free, awesomeo.com. If you're not ready to, to jump in and, and, and get a subscription, become part of that awesomeo family, you can check out the rankings for free for NBA. And when you do sign up, by the way, go to our uh, premium Slack chat, say what's up. Happy to show you around. Got some good people in there talking DFS, sports betting, you name it, all day around the clock. All right, let's keep it going here, Jake. Milwaukee and Pittsburgh, Eric Lauer, Trevor Williams, in Milwaukee at Miller Park. I'll toss this one straight over to you. You've got a total for the uh, the Brewers of – oh, you know what? Do we, we Last time I looked, we didn't have a total. Yeah, we got no no implied totals. I think that's just because we are not exactly sure who's going for Milwaukee. Okay, yeah. I thought it was – I thought it was uh, Eric Lauer, but I could be wrong here. Um, I, th- I think last I looked, he was going to be called up. Uh, to potentially start this game, I'm going to operate under the assumption that it is him. Let's okay. just say, let's just say it is. Sure. In, in his last two appearance appearances, he's only made three appearances this season, uh, and two of them have been starts. He got absolutely hammered, like seven runs in three and two thirds, six runs in three innings, just rocked, obliterated. So if he does come back up to start this game. It's so tough because the Pittsburgh Pirates have been a, a dismal team on both sides of the field this year. 
But I, I can't help but think we might have we might have to have a little bit of a conversation there with, with how ugly uh, Eric Lauer has looked. But Pittsburgh is not much better. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. It's just Pittsburgh struggles. Um, so Josh Bell would be a guy that's a really awesome value. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. For $3,600, it is indeed Eric Lauer. Um, but outside of that, I don't I don't know that I'm going to get to a ton of Pittsburgh stacks. We don't have them updated right now in the top stack tool just because we don't have a line um, or anything to go off of. Um, looking at Williams, he's a guy that I actually have a bunch of uh, early on here. I, so I don't like playing, like heavily playing guys that don't get a lot of strikeouts, but I actually have 30% of Williams on DK. It's, it's really just a projections thing um, and just that the Brewers strike out a bunch. Uh, I think they're still at the top against righties. Um, oh, they're second against or, um, behind the Tigers, but a 71 WRC plus versus righties. They have sucked um, against righties this year. I, I'm pretty surprised by that. Even though Grandal and Mustakas are gone, you'd think they'd be better than they are. Yeah, I mean, their first five look pretty solid. Narvaez has some power, um, or he has had some power against righties in the past. Um, so it's not like just a cupcake matchup here, but it kind of is if you just look at it from the team level. So the, the thing with Williams is just, can he get enough strikeouts for him to be useful at 6K? Based on the Brewers' strikeout rate, I, I'm going there right now because his ownership is in check. It's not even in the teens right now for Trevor Williams. If he starts to go up and creep up into that 20% range, if he's everyone's favorite value, um, then maybe I'll, I'll drop off him a little bit. But right now, he looks solid to me. He's a little bit cheaper than a guy like Rich Hill. Um, and he's not in as scary of a matchup as Rich Hill because um, this Brewers team has just been pretty brutal. Yeah, they have. It's a weird spot for me because I also look at somebody in Trevor Williams and think this could be a good spot to go against him as well. Uh, interestingly, righties have done more damage to him than lefties this season. He's been been beat up pretty bad. He's already allowed five home runs and 55 plate appearances, 458 well, but 362 ISO and, uh, and a whip approaching two. Uh, home runs per nine, I think, against righties are, are – uh, sorry, yeah, 3.97 home runs per nine against righties. But it's tough because you're not getting a huge sample right now. And Trevor Williams has always been somebody that is he's, – he's – He's a back of the rotation guy that's good enough to hang in there uh, and, and not get demoted or, or, or optioned, but he's just never going to give you great games. And his strikeout stuff is he's always going to have that 9 to 10% swinging strike rate. That's kind of what you get from him. Uh, his expected ISO against the righties this year is 253, expected ISO 362, uh, swinging strike rate of 14.8, which is pretty solid. For, for me, it's it's really hard for me to, to glean much from this because I think you probably still well, you know what? I'm looking at it now. X ISO last year against righties 217, X Woba 320. Um he hasn't been that great against righties. No. <laughs> I, I guess it's he's gonna just, call, he's just like thoroughly average. Um, I guess it's coming down, like you said, ownership and the fact that the Milwaukee Brewers just have been very bad against righties with a lot of strikeouts. I, yeah. I guess I can't disagree with you there. I really want to, not for the sake of arguing, but for the sake of not having to roster Trevor Williams. Right. A low K guy against like the Brewers, you know, Yelich, Hira, they have a bunch of power still in their lineup. They just haven't realized that power this year against righties. Um so like I'm always looking to get off of a guy like this if he's going to be popular, but right now um, he's just not popular enough for me to go elsewhere. Like we'll get into Rich Hill in a minute, but you're paying $1,300 for a guy who 
arguably is a worse pitcher at this point than than Williams and in a worse matchup with a higher implied total and all that stuff. And the Brewers are getting top five aggregate ownership right now in our top stack tool. So there is that top stack probabilities coming in at five to the big thing here is their value right now. They have the second highest value of, of any team on this slate. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Now, like you said, we don't know what, what what's going on with Pittsburgh. We do know though, uh, they are in the top stack tool with, a top value of 21.9%. So that's insane. That's way above everyone. Uh, So I was looking over this, this pirates team, just using DraftKings pricing. They are, there is not a single hitter on the Pittsburgh pirates above 3,800, not one. That's insane. That's like uh, what we've seen with the blue Jays a bunch of times over the last couple of years, the tigers, um, yeah, so th- they're going to be good value. You can start your lineups with Bieber and Cole and probably get in a full pirate stack. So that's the appeal. But I think everyone kind of knows that at this point, and that's always a stack I'm looking to get off of when they're that, uh, like they're, they're really good value and they're going to get brought up in ownership. I would they have to like 7%. If they, values if they don't come up an insane amount, I'll, I'll definitely, I'm going to have some interest there. And it, once again, I, I have to keep repeating. It's, it, we're only so many games into the year. I think we have enough to start using 2020 data, but you know, not a ton uh, against lefties. However, they have been much better. They have a 110 WRC plus against lefties. That's 13th in the league against righties. They have a 58 WRC plus where I'm sure you've guessed, dead last in the league by a pretty decent margin. They strike out a lot less against lefties. And this has been the case with this team, even last year. They have a 157 ISO. It's way higher than it is against righties. And a 333 weighted on base average against southpaw pitching, which is not bad either. It's right in the middle of the league. So if Eric Lauer is on the mound, if he gets if he's called up and he does start, and Pittsburgh's aggregate ownership actually stays lower than we'd expect, I'm actually willing to jump on that value. And Jake, I know we're kind of on opposite pages here, but I am specifying if the ownership isn't insane on this team. If I can, if I can get Bieber and Garrett Cole in the same lineup, yeah. that might, that, that, that is appealing to me. If it's not going to be a super popular stack on a seven game slate. Yeah, no, I, I would, I would agree with that. Um, I just figure that they would be more popular because of their prices. I maybe they will so. be, maybe they will be, but. I, yeah, I, I think you're going to I think you're right, especially with the value. But we'll see. It, it might be an instance where Bieber, Cole plus Pirates is the most popular stack on the slate by the time we get to five or six o'clock Eastern time. So let's pay attention to what happens with pitching. You know, we're going to have the live before lock show coming up. That'll be uh, Terry McBride, T McBee and myself tonight at uh, six o'clock Eastern time. So we'll give you all of the updates on that as we get closer to first pitch. Let's move it on here to Cleveland and Kansas City. Shane Bieber, Brad Keller. Bieber's been otherworldly, Jake. The, the numbers you're getting from, from Shane Bieber are ridiculous. He's striking lefties and righties out above 40%, 46% to righties, 40.4% to lefties. Uh, he's walking virtually nobody. His, his home run rate to, to lefties is zero, not a single home run allowed to lefties. Swinging strike rate is 18.6% with a called plus swinging strike rate of 37.3. I could go on forever, but we don't have all day. I'm, I'm amazed at the type of numbers we've seen out of Shane Bieber. Not only run prevention, but the strikeout stuff has been uh, astronomical to start his first seven games. Yeah, I think Bieber's a pretty quick one for me. He's arguably the best pitcher in the MLB right now. Um, he's 11 K. These guys just aren't getting priced up. Uh, like I think he should be more expensive. Honestly, I I think he's too cheap. Yeah. I think he's like a thousand underpriced just based on the precedent that DraftKings has set over the years. Um, so you're probably getting a discount here. He like, it's not like the top pitcher tool doesn't, uh, dislike him. He's I think technically a little bit over owned, but still right up there with Cole as, uh, a top two pitcher percentage. And then those, like, it's just a huge gap after that. Um, 
you look at the matchup against the Royals and they strike out at almost or a 24.5% clip against righties. They're not, in the league. Yeah, they're not very impressive. Uh, and Bieber is just on another level right now. So as much Bieber as I can possibly handle. And that's kind of been the like where I've been at since the first couple starts of the season. So if this is the time he gets blown up um, with a 2.8 implied total against him, then I'll just take my losses and move on to the next slate. But he's just insane right now. Royals have had a little bit of power against righties. They're 15th in the league, but they're 25th in, in, in WRC plus against righties. They're 25th. Uh, sorry, 26 in WRC plus and 26 in weighted on, no, 27th in weighted on base average. And like you said, 24.5% K rates, top 10 in the league or 10th highest in the league. I just, I'm I'm actually a little bit surprised that Bieber isn't the highest owned pitcher. And not only is he not the highest owned pitcher, but he's coming in 20% below Shane Bieber, or, or sorry, below Garrett Cole on, on DraftKings. I get it because Garrett Cole's price is super low, but Shane Bieber with the way he's pitched should be $12,000 against this Kansas City Royals team that is striking out, that it's not getting on base. There's so much to like here. Uh, what about FanDuel where Garrett Cole is 10-7 and 42.4% projected ownership right now? Bieber's 12K, but Jake, 16%. Projected ownership on Shane Bieber right now on FanDuel. I know he's really expensive, but what we've seen from him, he's been the best pitcher in the league. Uh, and these numbers, while maybe they aren't entirely sustainable, they might be sustainable over only a 60-game season. Yeah, exactly. Pretty short sample. I mean, you're basically playing a third of the season. So we've seen guys go on epic tears that are much less uh, talented pitchers than Bieber. Um, so he could keep this up for what is it, six, five, six more starts um, through the rest of the season and just have an absurd 60 game stretch um, on FanDuel. Uh, so I got to more Cole, um, but I think once I recrunch again, closer to lock, I think I will get close to the same amount of these two guys and they'll be on 75 to 80% of my rosters on FanDuel. Um, like you're, you're paying more for Bieber, but I think you should pay more for Bieber and uh, if the ownership's going to be that big of a difference, they're they're not going to project that um, that differently, and you're going to get more unique lineups playing with Bieber. So I actually like him better. I'm kind of talking myself into more Bieber on FanDuel. Um, it's just a matter of what can you afford after that. Like how much do you value the Coors bats um, and the Milwaukee bats over there? You know, it's really weird. Today is the MLB trade deadline. Did you see the big deal that happened since we've got on? Clevenger to the Padres? Yes, sir. It is a big one. And what's even crazier is there was talk about Clevenger going to the White Sox. How often do you see something like that where two competing teams uh, that are at first, I think they're, aren't they currently first and second in the AL Central? I thought they were. Um, you're a Minnesota Twins guy, so maybe you would know. I, I but, think the Twins are first. No, what? no, no, no. Twins oh. are third. Oh, Twins are third. I don't know what happened over the last week since I checked this. But. White Sox and Cleveland tied for first at 21 and 13. They're tied for first. And they were talking about trading Clevenger to, uh, to, to the White Sox. Didn't end up happening. But, yeah, Clevenger to the Padres, that is a, a big splash for sure. It just feels really weird that the deadline has, has happened, you know, 35 or 30, whatever, maybe 40 games into the season. And uh, there's the first domino to fall. Is it surprising to you that Cleveland vying for a playoff position, hoping for a World Series, would get rid of Clevenger? Or do they just have such an embarrassment of riches uh, in their pitching? Well, that they starts since that. I don't think he has. The last time Clevenger started was on the 26th, so only five days ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so he did come back. He did come back. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's – I know he's been like a, a trade talk guy, I think even before the season started, but I wonder if they just couldn't reconcile what happened there um, because of the Carlos Carrasco situation. I know the team was very upset with him. Um, so maybe that's a reason, but yeah, it is weird that they're trading away a top pitcher. Um, there was word that they were trading him because he did that, which to yeah. me is 
I, I guess that's what you were saying. Is that what you were saying? That was why they did it? Cause that's insane. Yeah, exactly. That is insane. I'll take some. I'll take him all day long. Uh, if that's the case, sure. Give me a, a give me somebody like Clevenger, potentially an ace, definitely a second in the rotation guy. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take him. Made a mistake. It was dumb, but we're trying to win baseball games here. Let's be honest with ourselves. So Mike Clevenger to the Padres. I can't imagine there wasn't a big market on Mike Clevenger. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure teams – like, I guess I don't know a ton about the prospects um, that they got. I know they got a couple of guys, and then they got Cal Quantrill and Hedges. But no one that – like, maybe they didn't get enough for him as they probably should have. I'm assuming because they were looking to deal him aggressively that uh, his contract is up – either at the end of this year or next year. Um, so it's more of a rental situation for a team that's contending in the Padres that hasn't contended for a while. Um, but yeah, it, it feels like they didn't get as big of names as I thought, I thought you would get. Yeah. Padres uh, 21 and 15 having a pretty solid season here. There's still yeah. five games behind the Dodgers, but you know, more teams make the postseason this year. So yeah, as going back to, to Shane Bieber, I love it today, and I don't think it's going to be that hard to to get him into lineups. I do worry that you're going to see a ton of Bieber and Pirates and you know a few of these other discounted teams. That makes sense, but uh, pay close attention to ownership throughout the day because uh, more enigmatic guys out there, it's really hard to know what you're going to get from him. Uh, and when everyone finally bought into him last time out, mm-hmm. he got rocked. I remember Chad and and – a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Brad, you got to go with Brad Keller. It makes sense. And I didn't blame anybody for it. Why Why would you, right? He was he was pitching really well. But you just it's not surprising to me that, in a sense, he began to unravel last start. It's only one outing, though. Uh, the, the problem I have with Brad Keller is all that much today because he's getting virtually no ownership anywhere. Yeah, I actually don't mind Keller as a pay down. It, it's just because of the lack of options here. And I'm seeing some ownership go to Rich Hill. Uh, I think I'd rather just get to a little bit more Keller. than Keller's are going to be random with a guy like this because he's not a great strikeout pitcher. He's uh, okay, 21.6% for the season. Like, you'll take that. Um, if he can somehow get you to a K per inning, he's going to be pretty valuable on this slate where I think the majority of lineups are going to start with Giolito, uh, Cole, or um, who's the other? Bieber. Um, it's Monday. My bad. Uh, <laughs> but it's how I'm thinking about it. Like it was one bad start, which is uh, just even more reason uh, to to love Shane Bieber here. Four point seven for the Indians. Like I hear you. Keep the ball in the yard, uh, and you just got to hope that that, that that the defense can make plays uh, and that that he can get enough strikeouts to make it worthwhile. Because it's not like he has an insanely high ground ball rate either. He just doesn't give up a lot of home runs. All right, let's talk about the final two games here. White Sox, uh, Minnesota, Lucas Giolito, and Rich Hill. Uh, We'll kick it off with Giolito here. Uh, This game right now, uh, 4.3 run implied total for the Twins, 4.8 for the White Sox. We've got a great battle going in the AL Central, Jake. It should be fun over the, the, the home stretch of this season. Giolito in his earlier starts had a couple really ugly ones and then 13 K's against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So we'll be fair. Both of these games, pretty easy matchups, but phenomenal performance from Gilito. And it looked like he had lost some of that stuff earlier in the year that we said no hitter. And he was outstanding. He's gone a hundred plus pitches, by the way, in four of his last five starts, which is also encouraging, but, but, You've got him sandwiched on DraftKings in between Shane Bieber and Garrett Cole, which is exactly why his ownership is much lower than theirs. I'll tell you the truth. I'm actually surprised his ownership is coming, creeping up around 20%. I thought it would be even lower than that, given who you're contending with at the top elite tier of this position today. Um, He's 8.6% on FanDuel, 18.8% on DraftKings. How do you approach somebody like Giolito against a pretty talented Minnesota Twins offense, knowing that there are some really good pitchers surrounding him as well? But he's been great. I just because like because he's between these two guys, because we have him projected uh, a little bit higher than Giolito, 
Um, it's a similar situation as the Pirates game, if I recall. I, I don't know. Maybe he's not matchup proof, um, but definitely a tougher matchup than uh, what he's had in his last couple. Um, that being said, I like he's he's had big starts against really good teams in the past. So and the twins um, are striking out at a decent clip too. Yeah. 25%, like smack dab in the middle WRC plus. Uh, I think they're at a hundred. Um, yeah. hundred exactly for their active roster. So um, yeah, they're, they're a scary team. They've got a lot of power, uh, but Giolito can miss bats with the best of them. Like, did you see his swing strike rate in his last start? The no hitter. What was it? What was it last East, game? 26.7. Wow. Like, that's going to be one of the highest ones you'll, you'll see uh, for a while. That's outrageous. Wow. If his ownership is coming in that low, does it does it just make sense to say, like, okay, do we agree in, in terms of the upper echelon of pitchers? Would we put Giolito, would we consider him an elite pitcher? I have a reason for asking this. I th- I think, like, maybe he's not at Bieber level. Maybe he's not quite a good pitcher. Um, but it'll give you the five walks every few games. Um, so he's still got some issues to fix, whereas some of these other guys are a little more polished. You can probably expect more out of them in the long term. But, yeah, he, as far as upside goes, he's as – good as anyone maybe maybe the move is go giolito bieber and then the pirate stack if you wanted to be different there instead of instead of bieber and cole that could be one way to work around it but listen to this uh, and then we'll talk some hitters here this is really nuts high percent listen to these whiff rates change up 20.3 percent whiff rate slider 20.2 percent four seamer 15 percent whiff rate on his four seam fastball all three pitches are getting 15-plus percent. His off-speed and his breaking stuff are at 20% each. These are just some of the wildest numbers you're going to see. I know I know, we, we don't have a full season uh, to, to really sit back and look at this, but across the board, 16% swinging strike rate on the year, 34% called plus swinging strike rate. <sighs> These are nuts. These are insane numbers, man. They might not be Giolito numbers, but so far they've been pretty damn close. Yeah, these are awesome. Uh, so the upside's there. Like, I don't want to talk anybody off of this guy after his last couple starts. Um, yeah. Maybe that's the reason he is getting ownership, though. It has. I, I'm pretty sure. Like, if he if he had not done what he did in his last two and had just been decent. I'll be DFS day in and day out. They remember what he did last time out. He had a really good season last year. Um, so he's got some things going for him. Maybe just not as many as Cole and um, – and Bieber. What are your thoughts on bats with this one? And like on the, Rich Hill? Yeah, I, I'm not a big Rich Hill believer. Um, he's got a pretty low K rate so far this season. He just can't miss bats kind of like he used to. Um, and the White Sox just have a ton of power. We talk about them every single time. I think they've been on every slate I've played and I've stacked them like basically every time. Um, the problem is just their pricing on some of these guys, Anderson Jimenez and Jose Abreu uh, and Moncada, if he's going to be in this lineup, are all over 5K. Um, so they're a little bit tough to get to with a 4.8 implied total, but that just makes me want to figure out ways to get to them more. Um, I haven't looked at them in the top stacks, but yeah, they're pretty underowned right now. 7% chance of being the top stack, 2.2% ownership share. So this is what often happens when a team is probably more expensive than they should be, but that doesn't mean that they can't put up seven, eight, nine runs um, and be the top scoring stack here. So I'm going to try to figure out a way to get to some White Sox. I, like going back to where Keller's at, if he's going to be a third of the ownership of Rich Hill, like I'll take Keller um, all day, even though we have a decent projection on Rich Hill here. Okay. Yeah, Rich Hill ownership was uh, actually – a little bit surprising to me at 14%, but you know, people just keep coming back to him. Right. They will keep coming back to Rich Hill. Uh, it's something you're, you're going to see all the time. So that's the case again today. Uh, one more game to go. I wanted to throw this, this at you guys. I know it's a baseball show, but 
we all love DFS and a lot of us are playing a lot more than just one sport. We're trying to get in on everything, uh, especially when the opportunity's there. I mentioned earlier in the show what we've got going on with football with, with all these huge best ball contests on DraftKings. We've got everything set up, you know, best ball specific stuff, you name it. But if you use the promo code ROGER at checkout, you'll get 30% off our NFL DFS pass, annual, annual pass, 35% or 30% off our annual pass by using Roger at checkout. You'll also get though, like you get all the ownership projections, you name it, but you'll also get the the, uh, NFL season long pass and you'll get that $35 credit. So today is the last day to get it. It's 365 days of Awesome Plus NFL content and the draft kit plus the $35 credit. 35 or 30% off that annual pass. It's a $280 value. You're getting it for $175. And then if you take off the $35 credit at FFPC, where you can put lineup or where you can draft your own best ball lineups for huge cash prizes, if you take that off, you're talking about $140. So it's $140 off $280. Just use the Awesomeo Plus tab on the Awesomeo.com homepage or go to Awesomeo.com slash join. Use the promo code ROGER, R-O-G-E-R, to get that. Today's the last day. I'm telling you, man, with all of these monster best ball contests happening, with all of the huge DFS contests happening around the league, you're going to want to have good content. This is a two-in-one. Kill two birds with one stone. Getting the best projections and rankings from the best player out there. There's really no way to go about it otherwise. And you get your $35 in credit and you get 30% off on the annual pass. Bing, bang, boom. What are you waiting for? All right. San Diego and Colorado. Herman Marquez, Garrett Richards. Let's wrap this one up, Jake. We're about an hour, two minutes into the show, and we'll close it out here between these two right-handers. Garrett Richards is uh, got a 6.2 run total against him, six run total for the Padres. This game obviously taking place at Coors Field. I don't need to tell you that, though. You heard the totals. Uh, the over-under on it right now is what, 12 and a half, I think. It's something insane, Jake. So, number one, are you rostering any pitching from this game? Uh, A little bit of Marquez, I think I'll have. Um, And by a little bit, I mean, like, low single digits. Um, Yeah, I got to a couple shares of Marquez. Uh, Other than that, I'm good on passing on all pitching in this game. Okay. And Scott said, dude, I need a tutorial on this Awesomeo site. Scott, uh, if you go, like I said, awesomeo.com slash join, if you go to the bottom, or you can ask any of us questions, we're happy to help you. If you're a sub already, go in Slack. You got a pl- plenty of people that will help you. Um, hit up Alex on Twitter. Hit up myself or Jake. I think all of us are willing to, to give you a hand. Uh, what is it to support at awesomeo.com if you have yep. questions, Jake? So, yep, that's right. Someone yeah, will, so will we're, we want you guys to be able to navigate the site without being without your heads exploding. And I understand it can be a lot to, to handle uh, if you're just getting started off. So definitely don't get overwhelmed. Hit us up and we'll help you out. Uh, follow us too. follow Jake on Twitter. You should already be doing so. But if you're not at Jake Hari, follow me at Lafay underscore D. Twitter handles right under our name. L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D. You won't regret it. It's a fun time. And we're uh, here to answer questions or shoot the shit with you. If you want to talk shit on the Phillies to me, if you want to come at Jake for really anything, we can handle it. Have a good time. Go back and forth. That's what Twitter's for, right? It's also you need it for DFS at this point. All right, let's talk about bats and put a bow on it. Six-plus implied totals for both of these guys, or for both of these teams, the Colorado Rockies and the San Diego Padres. Ownership right now, aggregate ownership, I should say, is coming in at uh, 12.7% for the Rockies. And for the Padres, 13%. The Padres, however, while they have the second highest aggregate ownership, they have the highest top stack probability by a mile, Jake, at 20.2%. And according to Alex's top stack tool, their their value isn't really that bad. So is it what are lineups going to look like with core stacks today? Like you're going to have to go with a cheap pitcher somewhere. Yeah, so you like the Keller, if you like Hill, uh, Williams, those are the guys that I'm filtering in with my, whether it's Bieber, Cole, Giolito. So kind of sticking with six or seven pitchers um, in my 150. And then on FanDuel, I think you can pretty comfortably play one side of this game. You're probably not going to jam in both sides with Bieber or Cole 
or Giolito. Um, but you can definitely get in a four-man stack or a three-man stack of either side. So uh, this is where a ton of my hitting is. Uh, I know it's high ownership, but it's not as high as probably where it should be on either the Padres or or the Rockies, both coming in a little bit undervalued. Uh, in the top stack, we'll both have decent value ratings, as you mentioned, as well. So it's not even that difficult. Um, I, I just – biggest totals on the slate, like I don't see any reason to get off of this game for hitting. So looking at my top like 15 or 20 lineups, they're all core stacks right now in my little ranking system I've got here. Um, and they're all – they basically all start with either Cole, Giolito, or Bieber. So – I'm really liking how uh, getting to this game, either side, uh, is is ending up here. Okay, so all of your top stacks right now, like you said, are are from this. Or what top twenty you said are from top, this one? Yeah, so I just looked at like the top twenty quick, and yeah, it even goes farther. Like top fifty um, are pretty much all starting with a five man stack from this game. Give us a list of a couple pitchers that you're getting uh, paired up in those. Yeah, so I've got a bunch of Bieber Williams. I've got uh, some Lucas Giolito, Tyler Glass now pairings, Bieber uh, Keller, Cole Keller, uh, Bieber Hill. I've got a couple of those, um, even though I don't really like Hill that much. And then um, uh, Cole, and I've even got a Spencer Howard in there a few times. So just, like I said, filtering in every pitcher, make sure you've got some sort of uniques. Uh, going or some way to cap hitters and pitchers if you're going heavy on cores. Um, but as long as you diversify a little bit, I think there's a, there's a few guys um, that I like getting to in that six, seven K range. All right. Yo, Roto says Philly scored 10 runs and lost. That's what we do. I'll tell you what, man, I'm the biggest pessimist. It was a 10 0 game in the second inning. I turn on the flyers. I come back. It's 10 four. Then I come back. It's 10 seven. I'm like, all right, you know what? Maybe we have a shot. This is crazy. And then our bullpen sucks, gave up two more runs, and we lost. But what are you going to do? Anyway, we appreciate you guys hanging out as always. Um, Scott, if you don't do Twitter, you can hit us up at support at awesome.com or just get Twitter. You know, you don't have to tweet. Like You don't have to send out your personal thoughts every day. It's just a lot easier for us to to, to make things easier for you as well. But nevertheless – uh, oh yeah, and Twitter for updates is still is is the greatest. I tell yeah. you, wherever you're used, Twitter is still the best. You you you, a couple of places you get notifications for, boom, pops straight up, and you're good to go. But I'm not trying to convince you of anything. Doesn't make a difference to me. Just trying to be helpful here. Hey, hit that thumbs up before you go. It really helps us. I say it all the time, but it really helps us. Some of you guys uh, are, are are great about that, and we're really appreciative. It helps us get more eyes on the show so we can keep doing free content every single day here at awesomeo.com. We'll see you back here later tonight. It's MLB Live Before Lock, 6 p.m. Outside of that, stick around. The PGA DFS First Look with Jason, Sal, and Jeff is coming up at 2 p.m. NBA Live Before Lock coming up in just 20 minutes with Adam Scher and Jason Floyd. And the Early Bird Podcast will wrap everything up tonight somewhere deep into the evening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here soon. It's been the MLB Strategy Show presented by Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. 